Take Charge of Your Money with myself, Brendan Dale. Discussions and interviews on all things personal finance, from budgeting, saving, investing, insurance, financial planning, life goals, and more. Visit takechargeofyourmoney.blog for more content. This episode, and in fact the whole season, is sponsored by Naked. Not a fan of phone calls? With Naked, you can switch car insurance in under 90 seconds without having to talk to anyone. Get a final quote online, and if you like the price, which you probably will, you can sign up instantly. Visit naked.insure to find out how Naked is making insurance quicker and easier than ever before. Naked, the new way to cover your stuff. Naked Financial Technology is an authorized FSP. And as a side note, I know we all hate ads, but I use Naked myself for two cars and my household insurance. I love them. I'm very happy to recommend them. And I'm very pleased that they are willing to sponsor this podcast, especially as it's a brand new podcast and we're only on season one. So please go ahead and support them. I'll put the link in the description below. I know when I was growing up, you know, debt was always this thing that um, when you start qualifying for, you can start affording all these nice things that you've always wanted. And when you do get to that stage, it, it feels like such an achievement. I'm very excited today to be talking to Mr. Money Rehab, and we're going to be talking about debt and just a little bit about why people get into debt, sort of the psychology of debt, and obviously how to get out of debt. So before we dive into this, um, Mr. Money, over to you. Why don't you introduce yourself and feel free to plug yourself. You can give us your Twitter handle, tell people where to find you. Thanks for the invite, uh, Brendan. So yeah, like you said, uh, I'm Mr. Money. Uh, So normally people call me Money Rehab. Um, So I'm on Twitter at Money Rehab underscore. I'm also on Facebook. Um, I've got a page. Uh, So basically what I do is I'm a financial coach. Um, Well, that's my side job. Uh, By profession, I'm a customer experience uh, practitioner or specialist. So I'm in the customer experience industry um, in the financial uh, sector. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just love everything about money, personal finance, investing, debt, I anything, you know, <laughs> can talk about money the whole day. That's but yeah, awesome. that's basically me. In a nutshell, I run a bit as well to try and keep healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done like five comrades. Although I must say uh, the lockdown has been a bit tough, but I'm trying to get back into yeah. it. But hopefully things will get better. But yeah, that's basically me. Hopefully. Well, awesome. And great, great to meet you. Thank you so much for for agreeing to do this. I think we're both quite passionate about money and all things personal finance. And for me, especially debt, uh, I just, I get depressed sometimes when I see the amount of debt people have. And, you know, you see these headlines sometimes. The one I saw the other day was South Africans are spending 75% of their take-home salary to service debt. I'm like, but how do they even live then? I mean, that that sounds crazy. (laughs) But maybe we could just start... This whole debt system, we, debt seems to be so normal. And it's not just for us in South Africa, it's everywhere. It's just, it's expected. It's, it's as though we have to have debt. What do you think about this debt system? So, yeah, certainly. Hey, I think the entire world is basically based on debt. <laughs> you know, uh, if it wasn't for debt, I don't think anything would grow. Um, I just think that it's how we use it. I think debt is a tool, um, but it's how we use it. You spoke earlier about the psychology of money. Mm. Um, I think if you talk about it from a personal finance perspective, and I mean, if you look at um, where people 
grow or where they come from growing up, I think that's where it starts, you know, in terms of how are you introduced to death? I know when I when I was growing up, you know, debt was always this thing that um, when you start qualifying for, you can start affording all these nice things that you've always wanted. And when you do get yeah. to that stage, it, it feels like such an achievement, you know, mm-hmm. um, so you can you can get into debt to boost your ego, to get all these things that you've been thinking of. And mm. well, all these things that you've termed as achievements, you know, I can get a car, I can get a place of my own, I can buy clothes, I can get a a, a good credit score. I think mm. that credit score system um, is 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 where the the big problem lies as well. I think the yeah. whole world is is mad about having a good credit score. And I think if you look at um, the psychology of that credit score is that for, for organizations, I mean, if you think about it, every single business exists to make a profit, you know, um, we can debate about nonprofit organizations <laughs> at length, but yeah, they still, they still, you know, they still need to make money, uh, but you know, so every organization exists to make money. And if you think about it, um, the more of your future money they can secure, the happier they are, you know? And that's that's just how, like I said, the whole system grows. And yeah. you start with, you know, that one small account and trying to build a credit record. And then these businesses, they, they believe me, they put these, um, they dangle these carrots in front yeah. of you. you no, know, no. It's just one thing leads to another, leads to another, and next thing, you know, seventy five percent of your salary is actually going to debt. <laughs> yeah, no, I so can it's, tell you it's, about it's, it's quite scary. Yeah, my own story with when I left school. Obviously, also you need a credit score. So the first thing I did is I went to Edgar's and got a an account. And you know, it, it is very manageable in the beginning. You buy a few things. It, it's really easy. You pay your two hundred rand a month, and then you you buy a few more things. And it's a very slow, I guess sort of process of getting into debt and it it is manageable and it, it is useful and it, it's very handy to to have something that you can pay off but it's very easy to grow into something unmanageable sort of at what point do you think people need to be worried that they've got too much debt so i think once you get to the point where you now start using debt to finance your daily and monthly expenses that's a very dangerous place to be in. Mm. Um, once you start using that card just to say, you know, I'll just buy some food until we get through to the end of the month. Mm. It's, it's scary. And you don't actually think that um, you're buying something at 18%, 19%, 20% interest. And I think a lot of it comes to that lack of awareness, mm. you know, I think debt in itself, like I said, it's just a financial instrument, you know, but it's our use of it um, mm. that we, we you, you can actually get to a point where now, because it's taking up so much of your salary, it's now starting to become what we call bad debt. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, um, we, we, we can have these conversations about good debt and bad debt the whole day. Mm. I always say to people, um, we, we, we're very easy in 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 classifying debt you know mm. because it's a credit card because it's a it's a short term loan because it's overdraft and it charges you 15 to 25% we just automatically go no it's bad debt mm. and so on 
but it, it honestly just depends on your use of it. Um, there's a saying that always goes that the only people who benefit from all these instruments are people who never need them. You know, if you think yeah. about the rewards, um, the, the lounging systems, you know how banks yeah. dangle no, the no, carrots uh, put you on a higher... Yeah. <laughs> you can pay the system. <laughs> if you. So I guess for myself, I have a, a credit card, which I, I go and I get all the rewards that go with it. And there are some nice rewards but then I paid off at the end of the mm-hmm. month. So I'm very watchful that I actually have the cash on hand. So I have the money in, the, in my bank, but I'm using my credit card to get the rewards. So as you say, you can play the game okay. and you can, you can use it to your advantage. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that vantage point is very different from someone else who doesn't have the money mm. and just thinks, oh, let me just purchase something quick, you know? But yeah, it can easily spiral into something that that is much bigger than you can handle. And I think the worst thing about it is that, um, you know, if you think about it holistically, is that the more debt you actually have, the less of your future money you actually own yourself. And that, I guess that's also yeah. why people can't make it through to the end of the month because you you get your salary and immediately you're paying for all these things that you, you've previously bought and now there's nothing left to, to buy the things you need. Exactly. <laughs> so how do we go about breaking that cycle how can we go about actually fixing our cash flow and paying off some of these debts yeah that's a very difficult (laughs) thing because um so from my experience as a you know as i'm practicing as as a coach is what i've seen is that um it's it's much easier to work with people who first admit that they do have a problem Mm -hmm. so um you know sometimes you see people saying don't get into debt but as long as you you don't know the feeling of what it of, of you know what it is uh, to actually get into debt and have more debt that you than you can afford, you always think nah you know these people are just careless or they're playing around. And once up until you get to that point, you 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 just look at it as unreal, you know. Mm. So what I what I normally find is that people who get to a point where now they are they're suffering from debt and they can't afford to basically get to the end of the month, and now they admit that you know what I I have got a I've got a problem I need to change if I don't change um, it's tickets for me. Those are the people who I find that you know um, are easiest to help, mm-hmm. and you know, like I said, you you need to be able to admit that you have a problem. Um, yeah, you, you need to you need to want actually... to fix it yourself. Mm-hmm. No one can tell you how to what to do with your money. Exactly, <laughs> and yeah. and and most of the times, as long as people tell you, you always think, you know what, just mind your own yeah. business. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, you asked about how do we actually get mm. out of debt? Like I said, firstly, you need to admit that you do have a problem, um, and then once you've done that, you know, um, you need to work on this thing called budget. <laughs> that <laughs> That's the earliest way we Yeah, I know it is, hey? Um, it is. And I, I think a lot of people just basically don't have a budget because that's mm. when um, that that's when you actually get to see the magnitude of your problem. You know, you write down all like your income and then your expenses and then you see what's actually left for you at the end of the month. And usually that's the first step of trying to get out of mm. debt. Um, and then once you once you do have that, um, so generally there's three ways to try and you know pay off your debt, mm-hmm. and kill it off. Um, the first one, and I think it's the most commonly used or commonly punted one, is that snowball method, 
where you arrange your all your debts from the smallest to the largest and then you basically pay minimum into all your debts uh, but you pay off you you pay extra into your small debt up until you've paid it off and then you take that money from that debt you move it onto your next smallest debt mm-hmm. <laughs> or cool. the larger so you, debt and you keep repeating that cycle up until you pay it off um, yeah and that way i guess uh, you see the, the quick progress that you sort of seen things happen yes and 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 it mm. definitely and it keeps you motivated as well mm. because Absolutely. you actually see your small wins you know yeah. and you actually say hey it actually works and it, it it helps get you into that momentum yeah um as opposed to so there's this debt avalanche one where mm. you look at your most expensive debts um that's from an interest point of view uh some people use the interest in itself as in you know the interest you're paying on it like 17% 20% you just arrange it from the largest to the smallest or some people use the actual rent oh, the actual rent of okay. the interest that they're paying mm. yeah and then you basically start paying off um the one that costs you the most from that mm. perspective and like i said ah with with that that takes a bit longer for you to see the wins especially if your your largest debt might be a 5 uh, year yeah of oh, well 5 year short term yeah, loan it's going to be very much not exactly short term <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no you have to be and i think that psychologically is very difficult um yeah but, it's difficult but, but it is also mm-hmm. it's scary when you see how much interest you paid on some of these loans i mean just just seeing those numbers on an excel sheet can also like scare you into motivation no definitely and especially if um i think you're trying to manage your your current cash flow as well as try to pay off that debt you know it's it's like you you want to have enough money to still be able to live on a day to day and month to month basis um but at the same time you want to pay off that debt and committing that much amount of money into the interest can sometimes be scary. <laughs> um yeah. There's a there's oh there's I, I came across another one they call mm-hmm. it a debt tornado. So you actually focus on the debt that makes you the angriest. Just <laughs> <laughs> it I haven't heard of that one. <laughs> it's 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 quite creative. So yeah. you know um I mean I I I like the the idea as well. Um, mm. I remember reading one of your articles about um you know the choice between paying off debt and investing. Mm. And I, and you know I've always thought about this and I've always said the only time I actually choose to go and pay off debt faster is if I'm now faced with a debt that I'm actually absolutely angry at. Yeah. that i no, got we, myself into that position and, we all yeah, and i think that's where and i think that's where the debt tornado method actually comes in um because if if you think about the other ones and you know i'm 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 of the view that um you know intentionality wins when it comes to finances so mm. if i go and buy a house and i'm saying i'm going to pay it off 20 years and i understand how much i could be saving if i paid off sooner but i yeah. won't because there's other trade offs and opportunity costs then i focus on paying that you know 20 years i think for me that's the one that wins to say what in whatever you do first you need to be intentional mm. so that awareness of when you get into debt i think is more important um than anything else you know um and then like i said when you do have that debt where you 
you, you get angry at yourself um, for getting into, then you focus on paying that one yeah. and you get rid of it and then you move on with life. So yeah, generally, I think those are the, the main three. I identify the most with the last one. Yeah, actually, I like <laughs> that yes, a lot. Uh, yeah. But thanks. I, I really like what you said about being intentional about your money because that's the, that's the thing about personal finance is everyone's situation is so different and everyone values things so differently. And, you know, if your situation is such that you, you need debt in order to afford a car because you have to have a car, then that's all right. Mm-hmm. You know, people can't tell you you mustn't do it, but you need to be conscious of that decision and you need to understand as long as you've made a plan for your money and you've, you sort of understand what the consequences are, you, you have an emergency fund, you have your other things in place, you know what's going on, then, then that works for you. And the same thing doesn't work for someone exactly. else. And that's also fun. So I think that's the, the tricky part is that it's just, <laughs> there's no one size fits all. Absolutely. And I think a lot of the times we, we generally don't take the time to, you know, to unpack and dig into why are you getting debt? Mm. You know, why is it so important for you to get into that type of debt? You know, I, I mean, a lot of the times, and usually we don't um, delve into this is that, you know, that bad debt that someone is getting into that we look at and we classify as bad debt for, for, for all we know from an egotistical perspective, <laughs> the returns to that person might be greater than, you know, some yeah. number that we're calculating on mm. some spreadsheet. Um, and, you know, but yeah, it, it like that's that, that's how it rolls. Like you're saying um, that it's it's very personal and it's very different for every person. It's just you know, um, just take some time to just unpack and understand. I normally go for the whys. So you ask about three or four whys, you know, before yes. you do anything. And just go <laughs> deeper, it comes deeper. To dead. Yeah. Yes, yes. No, you know? So it's like, why do I need that? Why do I need that shirt? And why do I need it on credit? Yeah. You know, as you go in, you actually discover a bit more about yourself and what actually drives you. As you're talking now, I was just thinking debt is actually... As you said earlier, it's, it's robbing you of your future money and you could do better with that mm. money. And I, I don't think we always sort of look at all the options on the table. We just see the one option and we think I'm great for that. And as opposed to sort of carefully considering all the things and, and finding that middle ground, it's always hard to find balance between living for the now and saving for the future. Cause no, th- that's, that's, yeah. that's very true. Eh? Nearing the close, thank you so much for your time and thank you for those tips on your three methods of paying off debt, such as the snowball, the avalanche, and the tornado. I really like the tornado. I haven't heard that tornado, before. Tornado, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm so going to steal that and write about it. You so no, it was my pleasure. Um, yeah, no, thank you for the invite as well. And yeah, hopefully, like I said, I enjoy reading your your, your, your blogs as well. Uh, hopefully we'll engage again in the near future and talk more about money, money, money. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. So just as a reminder, this episode and in fact the whole season is sponsored by Naked. That's naked.insure and I'm going to put the link down in the description below. So please check them out.